The Liar's Remorse From a letter dated January 23rd, the 21st century. Like I said, I truly wanted her to love me like Betty did. Before her murder, shall we say the suicide like the paper said, I knew I was expecting too much. That's probably why what's about to happen finally did. But I didn't want it to happen. No, no, I didn't want it to happen. You must believe me, it's true. We were there on Hollywood Boulevard. My feet were still wet. I'm stepping in the puddles. We were just crossing the intersection. I remember Amanda when she said, I see those crazy wheels spinning in your head. Something's bothering you, isn't it? Come on. You can tell me. Ah, oh, another damn question she had to ask me. We were crossing past the cathedral and she asked me that. The place where all the locals marry there in Hollywood. Yes, the cathedral. I remember when her hair glistened like gold and the crescent moonlight and she leaned into my chest. She had to insist and ask me again. Something's bothering you, isn't it? Silence, like I said, is a man's best friend. I didn't say anything. So she continued, we all have our secrets. George, I want you to know you can tell me anything. I'm here to listen to you. I'm here for you. Then I felt her lips pressed into mine. Her skin was wet and warm with a hint of chocolate on her tongue. Yes, I kissed a long time. Why won't you ever talk about her, she asked. It's like you're hiding something from me. More silence followed. Yes. It's nice when a man can control his silence. For only a brief time, sometimes a man can control his lips. In his heart and stop the mistakes he makes. I bought time shifting my attention to the night. The rain had lightened, and a cold, crisp wind brushed wet, ran leaves into the stairwell. Crispy sounds ready for the morning's wind of sunlight. 
I inhaled her rose perfume as it meddled with the invisible death of burning firewood. Amanda's jacket. Her buttons. They glistened under a black beret capping her soft thin hair. A scarf was snuggled tight into her velvet jacket. We made our way to my place. The doorknob to my apartment was ice cold. I remember before we entered the doorway, I slid my black gloves free. She followed me inside that living room and kicked her boot heels off. Yes, I remember the sound. I remember the sights too. Cold chunks of brown mud had been carried from the front yard puddles. What a sight. Each chunk had slid to the hardwood floor and formed a puddle at the front door. Yes, I didn't care. Neither did she. Cozy place you got, she said. But a little dark in here. It's spooky. <laughs> I wanted to laugh, but I kept it inside. I loved it when she said, This place gives me the creeps, George. Gives me the creeps. <laughs> I finally said something, yes. Lots of places in Hollywood do that. I walked to the liquor cabinet. How about a vodka and tonic, I asked. Please, please, she said. I could use one. She paced the bookshelves near the cabinet and struck a match to light a lantern wick. That lantern, I thought, please, no, not that lantern. I wished so dearly that she had lit the candle on the bookshelf instead. I wished so dearly that she lit anything but Betty's old lantern. Is Jim fine? I asked. Yes, she said. Thank you.